0: Welcome, listeners, to our Patreon preview of Batman, Mask of the Phantasm.
1: Yes, that's right. This is one of three bonus episodes we are dishing out after we've met our second goal. And this first episode was indeed Dean's choice. He gave four different movies that are his personal favourites.
0: Yeah, I gave, obviously, this one, Dream Little Dream, Mr. Destiny, and Somewhere in Time, and... Really, unsurprisingly, we mm. had a lot of love for Phantasm. A few, a few votes for Summer in Time, which was nice to yeah, see. That was a
1: closer one to it,
0: but uh, no. In the end, Phantasm got it. So here we are today.
1: That's right. Now the Dark Knight confronts his newest and most menacing villain. Your Angel of Death awaits. The Phantasm. I want you. And faces his greatest danger. And be too careful with all those weirdos around. So Batman Mask of the Phantasm released in 1993, featuring the voices of Kevin Conroy, Dana Delaney, Hart Bochner, Boschner, Stacy Keach, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., Bob Hastings, and of course Mark Hamill. What do you know Stacy Keach from? Prison Break. What else? You got me. American History X, come on! So you know American History X a lot more than I do for bit parts like that. Isn't he like a dad? Is he a dad? He is the leader of the White Supremists. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen in ages. I wouldn't pick him. Anyway, this is based on the character created by Bob Kane, with a story by Alan Burnett, music by Shirley Walker, who's done music for movies like Apocalypse Now, The 89 Batman, and True Lies.
0: Yeah, super iconic Batman theme here. Obviously used in 89 Batman, as as you said, Hendo, so it's not hard to see why. It's very, very much intertwined with the character of Batman with cinematography
1: by Sung Il Choi who doesn't have many movie Which Il Choi? What? <laughs> Did you say some-il-troy? Sung. Oh, Sung. Yeah. Sorry. Doesn't have a lot of movie credits, but she did do a lot of the animated series, so she knows her stuff. And this is directed by several people, but the, the two main ones here were Eric Radimsky and Bruce Timm. So most of this movie is based on the graphic novels Batman Year One and Batman Year Two. Have you read either of them? Of course not. i oh. barely watched the Year One. Yeah, I've, I've read Year One. Um, I haven't read Year Two. Maybe I should. Year One's really good.
0: I mean, it's super loosely based off Year One. I mean, you see him, Briefly try and do the Batman thing without the suit, which I guess is probably the main takeaway from year one. But I mean, I've always seen this as. Very much an original story.
1: Well, the design and the concept of Phantasm was derived from the Reaper, which is the primary villain in year two. So that's where they get that from. So late in production, Warner Brothers Studios decided to make this movie a theatrical release instead of the originally intended direct-to-video feature. And while the animators were quite thrilled at the uh, extremely grateful decision, this left them with less than a year of production time to scramble to convert the uh, film into the aspect ratio of widescreen.
0: Yeah, I watched the documentary... Or maybe a few, a collection of interviews with um, Bruce Tim on. The making of this film mm. And there was there was really Really big issues Behind the scenes with them And this one here Like they talked about The struggles Of having to just Rush out a product Because they had So little time And animation takes A long time Yes it does Like yeah Everything they're saying They just had The absolute best minds Working on this To try and get something out It's really amazing The quality of the product They eventually did produce
1: Yeah from start to finish The production took Eight months so That's very quick Very 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 quick. But this was released on the 25th of December in 1993 with a runtime of 76 minutes. Ooh, that sounds good. You like that? <laughs> I love short runtimes. They just fly by. With a budget of roughly $6 million, it grossed $5.6 million in America for 139th for the year. There is no record of worldwide at that point. So it didn't look like it was a success.
0: No, of course not. Apparently the marketing for it was a joke as well. They're just... <sighs> I think it's gained a bit of cult following after the fact, but definitely it was not appreciated at the time by at least a wider audience than it should have been.
1: Yeah. So despite the title, the Phantasm is never actually referred to by name in this film. It would get a bit confusing, wouldn't it? What? Mask of the Phantasm, and they never say Phantasm in this film. It's like, well, who's the Phantasm then? Well, maybe that's the mystery. Was there supposed to be a mystery of who the Phantasm was? Yes. But the actual Phantasm gets revealed. Oh. If, yeah, if it gets revealed movie, at the end, and then, and then at the end of the movie, people are like, but who was Phantasm? <laughs> So although the Joker does play a pivotal role in this film, it was Alan Bennett's intention to tell a story far removed from the television show's regular rogues gallery. He also cited he wanted to do a love story with Bruce because no one had really done it on the TV show before. He wanted a story that got into his head. Mm
0: -hmm. This was actually the first... Uh, Batman film in the DC animated universe. What a start. I mean, it's a great start. You say it very sarcastically. Not sure I like your tone today.
1: So out of all the films that were used as an influence for the flashbacks in this film with a story about loss and a passage of time, it was Citizen Kane.
0: Yeah, so that's a movie that I don't appreciate maybe as much as I should. I've seen it once and didn't really enjoy it. Um, So it definitely hasn't stuck with me at all. So Do you remember, can you see the relationship between the two?
1: Yes, yeah, I can. Notice the lack of
0: elaboration there, Hendo?
1: Well, I don't want to ruin Citizen Kane again for you. Oh. <laughs> Again, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Dana Delaney's voice performance in this film impressed the filmmaker so much it got her the role of Lois Lane in Superman the Animated Series. So, well on there. Mm, good get. And this film does have an average of 7.9, over 39,000 ratings. So, quite high on IMDb. As it should be. Stop talking down to this film. Oh,
0: wow. It's quite high considering the film it is. I that, never said any of those your, words. That's your tone.
1: No, I feel like you're just so in love with this goddamn film that anyone who says it's not a five is just met with some very vicious backlash. I think you just need to calm down. Change your tone, mate. Maybe you realize that this isn't the five-star banger you think it is. How dare you? <laughs> get off my case. All <laughs> right, mate. Let's get into it. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this Patreon preview.
0: Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on patreon.com slash imdbjourney.
1: And we've got over 50 bonus episodes over there too, including various film series like the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some
0: notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright, and Quentin Tarantino.
1: That's right. There's also tons of other benefits too. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put up on the regular.
0: Yeah, exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break
1: down. And Dean said it's spot on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. Go ahead and head on over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out.
0: Thanks, y'all.